0: Chad's experience is valid, and it deserves to be responded to, and he deserves to be seen in it. My experience is valid, and it deserves to be responded to, and it, and it deserves him to see it. But the problem is, our experiences push up against each other, and, and his solution and my solution conflict and push up against each other, creating tension. How do we navigate this?
1: I'm Angela. And I'm Chad. And we discuss issues that couples face in everyday life. Then we set you up to have a conversation with your partner that's designed to bring you closer together. This is the Connecting
0: Couples podcast with The Real Emhoffs. Real conversations for a real connection. All right, here we are exposing all of our triggers and flaws to you guys (laughs) so that you're getting uh, not even a sneak peek, a wide open peek into all the places that we fight and where there's tension. Uh, so we want to bring to you in this episode how you can resource your partner to talk about this stuff. Chad and I have to have a pretty secure relationship in order to have conversations around hard content or around changing something. We have to be able to interact with each other in a way that is uh, productive. But it doesn't always go well, and there are traps along the way. So we want to bring to you a couple more pieces of content from our relationship where we have had to navigate just different triggers uh, and unpack how to make those situations go better.
1: Man, it it is hard because you bring these things forward and you're like, naturally, our bodies want to do something with it. Like, This is um, why I think emotionally focused therapy is a good way to go if you're thinking about therapy because... Most of us would say, we should save money, we should this, we should that, all the stuff, all the content that we're going to fight about. Um, but, but at some point, it becomes an issue between us. Yeah. It attacks our relationship. And so these patterns, these places where we constrict or maybe are too flexible other, other times, um, they mean something to us. Yeah. And so they hit us in different places, and then that causes distress between us. That's why I think this fits with raw spots, because it does come from somewhere. Yeah, We learn this somewhere, whether socially or in our family of origin or even just in society or other relationships. Man, we get these messages that say this is how you should do it all the time.
0: I think, too, in our last episode, Chad and I were discussing whether or not those ideas were raw spots or just past influence in our interactions. You can't land on the idea that it is a past wound that needs healing or it is a raw spot unless you can unpack what the process is. And even the word Chad just used was meaning. If We go back to that acrostic we've used, temp. Uh, the idea of how emotion impacts us that there's a trigger and then we immediately feel something that emotion comes online and we have attached a meaning to what's happening there and then we do a thing that's a protective action that comes online my behavior that my partner sees a lot of these messages are embedded in that meaning in that m And that's what we have to be able to have a conversation about so that we can adjust and rewrite the meaning for our own relationship. So here's another doozy of a topic that (laughs) that comes up for us a lot. So this particular content is around the fact that my husband is a steak eater. He's a carnivore, and he loves a good steak. Uh, He cooks a good steak almost, I think, better than other people do because he knows exactly the way he likes it. But we go out to eat, and we will order— and he will order a steak and it will not come out to the uh rareness that he likes it. Right. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, I mean there's literally a scale. Uh <laughs> and and it, like it makes me frustrated even right now cuz I'm like this is your one job. Like this is a steakhouse. <laughs> this is, you you say you do this. And so in my head if like I order a steak medium rare and it doesn't I'm not saying mooing necessarily but like <laughs> I don't want it to be well done or medium well. And so if it comes out and they're like, oh, can you cut into it? I cut into it and I'm like, "Uh, that's gray meat. Like that's Mm. overcooked, dried out boot leather.
0: Here we (laughs) boot leather. Here we are with the trigger. I love even right now as we're recording this podcast and I just bring this topic up. I can feel the heat coming off of Chad's body, like the tension of how there is an expectation, which is fine, right? We're going yeah. to a place, and we're paying money, and the expectation is we're going to get what we're paying for. So here's, here's the scenario. He orders something, and it doesn't come out the way he hoped it would or expected it to, uh, and, and sure— I think the expectation is, is okay to have. And then he decides he, now there's an interaction between him and the food server and my chest is getting tight right now. And I don't know if I can breathe really well. And I start to go, Oh no. Oh no. You're going to, you're going to tell them they suck. And you wouldn't use those words, but there's a tone and an implication. And I, I start to panic and I'm like kicking him out of the table, like just eat the gray meat. Don't do this. This is causing a scene. You're ne- like, something is happening for me. So then Chad doesn't want his wife to be upset or create a scene. Now he's feeling like, do I send it back? Do I not? Do I make her happy? Do I make myself happy? We are now at a restaurant where we were going to have a lovely dinner. All we wanted to do was have a lovely dinner, and yep. now there's tension. There's disappointment. There's missed expectation. If our daughter is with us, then I'm like, there's there's training here. Are we are we teaching her to stand up for herself? Or are we teaching her not to? Oh my goodness! There's so much embedded.
1: <laughs> I literally am I'm like, I'm losing
0: my mind right now.
1: <laughs> but but I'm like, this is what happens. Oh right. And and I'm like, I want right now. I want to say, I didn't set the. I want to defend is what I want to do. I didn't set the expectation. This was on your menu. It says uh, a a cool pink center. Like this isn't cool or pink. I'm like I'm like over here like going, oh my gosh. But then how do you how do you then make that argument, right? And then it's like, well, if I keep it, and again, I'm this is not about the steak, and I don't even have one, but I will get one later. but it, it, it's not about the steak. It's not about the meat at that moment. I'm like, I'm trying to stay out of that content, but I'm like, it's like, now my wife is doing something that's like, Oh, pay money for an inferior product. That isn't what she <laughs> wanted. Inferior product. That's basically ruined. And just now you're not only going to have to do that, but you're gonna have to take it inside your body. You're going to have to consume this <laughs> trash.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, I love it so much. I'm not okay. gonna, I'm not gonna
1: eat that. So here is the
0: scene. We've set the scene for you. Tension at the restaurant. Is what we're gonna call this. <laughs> so this has happened more than once. Unfortunately, uh, it has happened enough that it, there was a pattern at play, where we have tried. And this is what I think normally happens in a relationship. We have tried to mitigate this problem. So here are some (laughs) ways that we have both tried to solve this problem without actually going into it before we could really identify something's going on. One, I will over-interrogate Chad about what he's going to get on the menu before the server ever comes up to the table. Like, Chad, what are you going to get? Are you sure that's what you want? Like, really trying to make sure that he and I are aligned before any ordering happens. That's one thing I do. He will go... Let's not. I'll just cook steak at home.
1: Yeah, which I do.
0: He doesn't. Even, I
1: I don't eat steak out. Even like, even nice steakhouses. I'm like, eh, they just don't do a very good job. We most of
0: went. Them. Let me just say this quick story. We went to a place of a uh, place that was recommended to us that had like. Uh, what are those ratings? What's that called when it has like I a shilling star? Michelin star? Michelin star. Um, it had like a Michelin star for being like the best steakhouse in where we were in Florida. And everybody was talking about it. And it was Chad's birthday. And we went. And they had, I mean, all kinds of ways they cooked these steaks. Yep. And the steak that Chad got when he bit into it, it and his face, it it was not okay. It was and, a
1: complete disappointment. And
0: we spent like...
1: 300 bucks a lot of
0: stinking money on that particular let's go back to the last episode where we talk about how we're spending money and are we getting what we need to when we spend that money again a double hit when we have other things going on so so now he'll say i don't even i don't even order steak out because this scenario happens so much and it creates tension and it's not okay that has happened enough that we try to reduce the tension. So a couple will go into their head and go, hmm, something's happening around here. Yeah. How can I adjust it so that that pain doesn't take place? However, it's not just around steak. If it's something else, there was an, a night, I would say about five or six months ago, we went, we went out for sushi and he got this sushi roll that is like deep fried or something. And it was 20 minutes, and the sushi roll didn't come out yet. And so finally, that's another thing, if we could just get into the certain order that things need to come out at a restaurant. Uh, but the sushi finally, he said, hey, it's taking a little bit on my sushi. Uh, and so they went, and they brought it back. And like it,
1: immediately they come back they with come it. They come
0: back with it. They pulled it out of the fryer, and whoever was back there cooking it had forgotten in the fryer. And so they serve it to him, and it's like little hockey pucks. Like it's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even edible, uh, and I could, that hit- hits
1: me on so many levels.
0: <laughs> Tell me what's going on. Well, that you're right I'm now, just saying,
1: So, so we both try to mitigate this. I want to yes. jump in. So hold on. Yeah. Give me, give me two minutes Good. real quick. So we both try to mitigate this. So for me, when we go out to dinner, I'm like, we'll order, we'll order an appetizer and the server comes back and says, okay, are you guys ready to order? I put that appetizer in. I'm like, uh, just, let's just make sure that, you know, everything comes out in the, the proper order. So then we'll order a salad and, you know, if it's, you know, one of these chain places, whatever they comes with a salad and you get your entree. And then, yeah, I'm like, okay, but just let's make sure that we get the appetizer first and the salad next, and then the entree. And I don't mean to be, it, it feels really condescending from me right now saying it. And it feels condescending when I do it. So I try not oh. to do that. And I will, it, both of us have worked in food service. Yeah. So we do have
0: a level of understanding and experience around serving a table and the level of difficulty. There's and, another
1: thing called order of service. Yep. I didn't make it up. Yeah. It's not Chad's order of service. <laughs> I'm like, this is how it's supposed to I go. I love you so much. I just want to go on record. I'm just saying, like, there's a there's a standard. And when the standard isn't followed, it bothers me. And I want to say something, yeah. especially if I'm paying you a 100 bucks to go out to dinner yeah. with a few people. Yeah. And I'm like, or a couple people, whatever yeah. it is. And I'm like, I'm paying, I'm not paying necessarily for um, just the piece of meat that's on the plate. Yeah. I'm paying for the person to do it in the right order, to serve it the right way, to cook it the proper way, to, to deliver it in a timely manner, to have things go yeah. a certain way. So when it doesn't, I'm like, hey, this is not good. But if I do that, mm-hmm. and, and so the way that I mitigate that problem is I tell them how to do their job, which feels bad too, but it feels less bad than if I send it back yeah. to you. Yeah. So like between us, it becomes an issue. Whether it's the steak or whether yeah. it's the salad coming out with the entree right yeah. after the appetizer, I'm worst like,
0: case scenario yeah. is we get all <laughs> of the food at the same time. We get the appetizer, we get the salads, we get the entree, and the steak is overdone or it's rare, or too rare. Like it, I don't think oh. it too rare has
1: ever happened, but
0: no, that one time you got that prime rib and it was it, it was
1: raw. It was it like was not bu- <laughs> not cooked at all. <laughs> anyway, they had my body. Editors. My body keeps the score. Anyway, I remember, but I'm like. If it all came out at the same time and it's not done, I'm, I'm probably, honestly, Angela, gonna eat that meal even though I'm completely frustrated.
0: Let me tell you though, when he's eating that meal frustrated, I can see it in his face, right? So the partner, if we're talking about resourcing your partner to talk about this stuff, this is a topic that's hard for Chad and I because we both have a different way that we would handle this situation. <laughs> and so he wants to send it back or make a complaint or get the manager. Which, you know what? Right now, in theory, as we're discussing this, I think those are great. But in the moment, I start to panic. Like, what if it was the cook? What if they're understaffed? What if this is a new service? Like, I start to have, like, some sort of empathy or compassion, not for my husband, who is having a horrible experience, but for, like, all the people who we're influencing or or interacting with or whatever.
1: (laughs) I'm like... Uh, I could, maybe I could help you understand now. Like I can get you online. No, no, mm -mm. (laughs) keep going, keep going. So,
0: so now the two of us are having a hard interaction and it is uncomfortable. And, and this is something that has happened enough that we go, hey, what's at play here? So we've had conversations about this when we're not at dinner, like right now. And I go, you know what? Let's see if this is a raw spot or not. Here are some like things to test. What are past experiences as a child. Do we have any about restaurants, about what you get? I do. My family of origin, when we went out, my dad had some expectations around what it looked like to be served. His expectation to be served to um demand things possibly without saying please or thank you. Uh my family of origin were like 10% tippers. If that, and I have always been like a twenty percent tipper because we were in food service, and so there, I have some maybe triggers of being embarrassed or triggers of, uh, and this is my dad, my my very you know that big fat Greek wedding, my my big fat Cajun family. My dad is a very um, a puffer fish. We've talked. He's a big, huge guy. Uh, who's loud and and I have seen him in a restaurant before whistle to get the waiter's attention and when he does it I light up like a Christmas tree on the inside like it triggers me so much that at that point I can't take on my dad for doing that very thing that my dad does Um, but when Chad starts to interact with the food with, with the food server something in my body comes online and I turn into that little girl and I'm embarrassed and I want him to just stop. And so it has been hard for us to navigate this.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, you have that experience. I have the experience of, you know, being in service and knowing how it should be. Yeah. Now I would never whistle at somebody. I would never do that. But I'm like, to me, I'm like, how do we navigate us going? And I think we do. Okay. I mean, we go to dinner, a few times a week but I'm like and now
0: we talk about it and we've talked about it enough that I'll be like okay yes send that back or go ahead and ask for the manager let me tell you though when the manager comes over I do not make eye contact I look down I distract I'm coloring the color sheet with my kid and we are minding our own business while Chad (laughs) fights for his right to have a good experience
1: yeah for me that's so wild to even say that because I came there for that experience. Yeah, yeah like I'm like that's not even like, yeah. if you don't get the basics right, like, well, then just give me my money back yeah. and keep your food or whatever, and we'll leave. Like, we won't come back here. We've done that. I we mean, have. several we, There are places we don't yep. go back
0: to. So here's how we have had to have the conversation around it that allows both of us to have a valid experience and not be dismissed. Chad's experience is valid and it deserves to be responded to and he deserves to be seen in it. My experience is valid and it deserves to be responded to and it and it deserves him to see it. But the problem is our experiences push up against each other. And and his solution and my solution conflict and push up against each other creating tension. So this is a tricky thing because I want him to shut his experience down and go with my more pleasant, you know, choice. He wants me to shut my experience down and let him fight for what he's fighting for. What his body is telling him he has every right to fight for. How do we navigate this? How does a couple say, "Hey, we we come to this with a completely different expectation or hope of outcome?" And yet both of our experiences are valid, and there is clearly something at play here. And I want my partner to be able to respond to me, and he wants and deserves his partner to respond to him. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Mm. We're never going Sorry. to eat out again. That's not yep. true. We probably will tonight.
1: No, we're going to a friend's house. <laughs> but we didn't ask him to cook steak, so. True. <laughs> no, and, and I love it, Ange. I'm not – I'm not trying to be uh, too simple with this, but I'm like, yeah, I've seen people who don't go eat together. They don't go out together yeah. because
0: they can't navigate.
1: They it. can't navigate the fight. They can. And what I think we've done well is, is we've broken it down. And that's really what we're trying to show you is how to break it down. Like, Oh, my family did this for me. I'm like the opposite side of that is, is in my history. Like if something was wrong as the waiter, I'm like, tell me yeah. like, like, show me what's wrong. Let me make sure that I get that right for yeah. you because that's exactly what I wanted to do. Cause then I'm going to make more money.
0: And if you right? make it right, you'll have a return customer. Yeah. 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 And sense. the
1: same thing with, um, you know, I ask people sometimes I'll ask a waiter like, Oh, what, what should I get here? Yes. I loved it when somebody asked me that. Cause I know exactly what's good here. Yeah. It, when I was waiting tables, I'm like, so to me, that's like a, Hey, give me a blank check. I'm like, yeah, this is what I would get. This is how I get it. That's what I do. So I'm like, some of that dynamic that we both have um, is very, they're just very different.
0: But being able to unpack it is the key. And that brings us to our Connect Point. The Connect Point is designed to help you have a different conversation about how you experience your relationship.
1: Small adjustments lead to big change over time. Take some time to practice with us now. All right. In this connect point, we want you to take some time and just look at how external expectations impact your internal conversation. Hmm. Take a look at a time, whether it's a restaurant or it's um, a a service industry of some sort, when you run up against something that that doesn't meet your expectation and try to address it the way you address it, um, how does that impact your partner? And can the two of you have a conversation about how that goes?
0: I wanna make a distinction here that let's use this connect point not when your partner has failed your expectation, but when it's an external thing, Maybe where you visited somewhere and it didn't meet your expectation or let's say it's a restaurant or something like that where you hoped for something and the expectation was different and how you guys navigated the disappointment around that expectation that's not within your relationship. So take some time and have that conversation now.
1: Thanks so much for listening to us. If you've enjoyed this podcast, one of the best things you can do for us is to share it with another couple that you think could benefit from it.
0: You can rate us and give us a review on your listening platform and you can follow
1: us on our Facebook page, The Real Hoffs. If you want to support our nonprofit that makes resources available for couples, you can check out the Ways to Give tab on our website, therealemhoffs.com.
0: We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to message or email us with ideas you might like us to talk about or the ways that our Connect Point conversations are impacting your relationship. Thanks, Thanks again. again.